Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Good day, mates. I'm Hello. Josh. Hello. I'm Al. Apologies for being gone last week. We basically needed a rest from working on the Mad Max commentary and work in general. Uh, but we're back now. Yep. Woohoo. Uh, Mitch is going to be out for a couple weeks. He's on vacation. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also want to remind everyone that uh, they can follow us on uh, Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube page and like us on Facebook. All media outlets are titled Feel of Geeks. Yep. Thanks. Yep, Twitter, and uh, I believe we went over 3,000 followers on Twitter Yeah, um, this Saturday. So Yeah, it's yeah, very that, exciting. That was really cool. Yeah, that, yeah. that was, yeah, we've really, really grown fast in just a few months. So Yeah, thank you, for, you know, everyone for uh, subscribing or following us, you know, whatever outlet you choose. Um, but yeah, it's very uh, much appreciated. Um, I guess with all that said, uh, welcome, and now let's get on with some geek news. In Bond news, James Bond, that is, Smith, Sam Smith, has confirmed he will be singing the new Bond song titled Writings on the Wall for the latest Bond movie, Spectre. Uh, The song will be premiering to the world on September 25th and will be available to stream and download as well at that time. Uh, He's only 23 years old, and I guess he will be the first British male solo artist to sing the uh, theme song since Tom Jones did back in 65 for uh, Thunderball. Uh, He also sang lately um, the Sam Smith, uh, I'm Not the Only One. I guess that's his big hit right now. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, Spectre is going to premiere uh, November 6th. So that's uh, Entertainment Weekly reporting that. Uh, Thoughts, Al? What do you think about Sam Smith uh, with the intro or the uh, theme song? I didn't know he was so young, and I didn't know he was the first male... uh to do the theme since Tom Jones. Well, I didn't I either because I thought Chris Cornell. Oh well, the well he's not British though. You said he was the first British. Oh, male. Chris okay, Cornell wasn't made... British. No, he's uh, he's from Seattle. Oh wow, way off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, because I I was like, wait a minute, because I was looking thinking in my head like I thought Chris Cornell was British. But... Well, that's what I said, but then I saw you. you yeah, you, you said uh, first British male, so I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. So. That's what the article said, so I was like, oh, all right, I'll go with it. But yeah, um, I think he's got a cool voice and. Just thinking of the um, uh, how his, his hit song uh, "I'm Not the Only One," how it's orchestrated, I, I could kind of see a Bond um, Bond song out of that. I guess you know something similar if that's what if that's how they're gonna approach it. Um, but you know, like Adele, I, Adele's pretty young too, I believe. Was so, she? I don't. I think know. so. But I, I have hopes. I'm sure it's gonna be pretty good. Um, so it's definitely not gonna be. The title doesn't seem to be in the song, like, you know, Spectre, or um, Skyfall, you know. So it's going to be, uh, yeah, the writing's on the wall, so. I don't know, I think it, I think it'd be pretty cool. I guess well, we'll see on the 25th. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what, uh, yeah, what it sounds like. It's usually, regard, you know, usually when these things are announced, the artist, I'm not crazy about. And then you hear the song, it's like, oh, that's not so bad. Grows so, on you. Yeah. So... You know, usually I don't know anymore. Whenever they announce somebody, I'm just like, well, I'm not crazy about it, but you know, we'll see what see how it sounds. Well, for so. me, it's like a it's like a hyped event. Like I remember when the Adele song premiered, I listened to it and I was like, 
Uh, I think it's pretty good. I had to listen to it two, three more times, I think, for that hype to wear off and to actually get into the song and appreciate it, you know, because it's never going to be to your expectations usually. <laughs> you know, you got to just no. kind of, it kind of grows on you. So, well, for me, it's usually the just the artists themselves i'm just not oh, happy I with see. and then yeah. but but you know it at, eventually just becomes a non-issue and it's like oh there eh, the song's okay yeah so yeah we'll see you on the 25th i i'll uh, go yeah. look for it on youtube <laughs> yeah <laughs> and if it's good i'll buy it of course so uh, also we have some uh, superman or i'm sorry batman v superman news like it matters the order. Um, but uh, Zack Snyder's confirming um, that more bats will be in Superman versus uh, Batman versus Superman. Uh, more Batman storyline, basically. Um, this is due to explaining that this is a new Batman. Um, and it's going to be a different one from Nolan's. Um, the more focus on uh, Batman in the beginning uh, will be um, uh, made. And then uh, throughout the movie, both uh, Batman and Superman storylines will level off um so insider said that that was the plan from the get-go um at first when i heard this news uh giving that uh they had that screening warner brothers had that um preview screening and were really uh, blown away by the batman performance and they you know they wanted the three movies i kind of thought oh boy here we go they want more batman now and, <laughs> and batman v superman but i guess that makes sense to be the um, the plan from the start um you know, because, yeah, they're going to have to explain a lot about this new Batman because it's totally different from the Bale one. Yeah, it's a different actor, and it's a, at a different time in his life where Batman's a lot older and towards the end of his career. So that kind of makes sense. And plus, it's um, it's a new, you know, it's a new, uh, uh, I guess, uh, kind of interaction between these two characters that we've never seen on screen before. True. So, yeah. So, you know, the Man of Steel movie, uh, Superman already really had his intro, I guess, so to speak. And since these aren't really so much connected to the Christopher Nolan movies for Batman, it makes sense that he has to get more screen time to introduce him. I think the only people that would be upset are probably the hardcore Superman fans who are like, in, <laughs> in the Superman sequel, he has to... Uh, share the screen with somebody who's going to overshadow him in terms of you know running time and right yeah and yeah. story so yeah so I guess for those Superman fans out there I'd be kind of ticked off but you know what are you going to do yeah well yeah I see that as well especially if um, the Man of Steel two isn't going to be coming uh, you know soon but I mean I've heard reports this week that perhaps it is moving forward and they're possibly going to have Brainiac and Supergirl girl in it so. You know, hopefully the fans will get that movie uh, soon. But so, I, I think I'm not sure, but I think it might be uh, a couple of years, maybe before the probably Superman, yeah. because so. they got this movie, and then they'll have. Um, I think there's a follow up Justice League movie as well. Um, well, duh, there is a follow. There is a Justice League movie. I keep thinking this is a Justice League movie from all the people in it. You know, it's kind of yeah. It's kind of setting it up for it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, sadly, it's it's because well, it's because Nolan's Batman never had supernatural elements really. So I think to go from, you know, if people think it's the same Batman, it's like wait a minute, now there's now he's talking to a equivalent of a god, and you know, that yeah, was not he, present in the Nolan one. Yeah, at all. it's such a different uh, Batman is kind of off by himself. He has such a different tone and yeah, and you know, themes than the other characters in the DC universe. So. So, yeah, it makes sense that they have to set him up and and the other characters as well, for that matter. Well, I'm glad, you know, I, as, you know unless Snyder's kind of BSing this, but 
I'm, I'm more relieved that it was a plan from the get go because you know I love Batman, but I was I was afraid um, that they were going to overshadow Superman and it was just going to become a Batman movie strictly. But I get that they're going to have to explain you know where Batman is uh, at this state of where you know whenever this movie takes place. So yeah, I look forward to seeing the movie. Uh, I'm not uh, too alarmed anymore as as I was before, yeah. and I'm not sure how much this went into their decision making. But let's face it, Batman is a more po- popular character than Superman anyway. So it's because he's human; people can relate to him. Something Although like he has that. money, yeah. so money helps. But <laughs> he's had yeah, he's he stuffed money in his suit. And he's had cushions. Uh, more movies and better movies than Superman has. So and they live up. They live up to be uh, better movies. I mean, they have flaws, but you know, like we've looked at the Reeve movies and we've had yeah. a lot of problems with them. So yeah, and like uh, like we've like it's has been discussed ad nauseum. Superman is kind of a character that's harder for people to relate to just because his powers are so overpowered. He's not not human at all. So just in appearance only. So. And plus, he's a, you know such a goody two shoes. Generally, <laughs> you know, Batman is more well. Even though Batman doesn't kill anybody usually um, in the comic books, anyway, they you know people can relate to the darkness of the character and the the trying to uh, recover from this tragic childhood. And yeah, uh, well, they probably can't relate to the billions of dollars in, in the tech, but right, yeah, yeah, yeah the the character itself. But yeah, I think you know, I think uh, I think they're just getting comfortable with Superman. I think they're going to warm up, and they'll give you some of that old school Superman. You know, people have been wanting. But in this day and age, it just comes off extremely corny if you try to do like the Reeves did. You know, it's just a different, different, different time. You know. Yeah, good point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that will be uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. It'll premiere um, March twenty fifth, twenty sixteen, and all that was reported from uh, ComingSoon.net. Cool. Good source there. Also, we got some uh, horror news, which we never really report. Uh, Jeepers Creepers 3 has been announced. It will be produced by Francis Ford Coppola, which uh, he produced the last two films, I believe. Uh, The first movie was made over a decade ago, and this latest movie will begin production early 2016. Uh, Premise will explore some of the Creepers' mysteries. Actor Brandon Smith will return as Sergeant Davis Tubbs and will join a task force to take the Creeper out. That's uh, reported by comicbook.com. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever seen those movies. I haven't seen any of them. What have you? I, I assume saw, you have. I saw most of the first one. I dug it. It's scary. It really is. The, the Creeper, the makeup, it's just fantastic. I mean, you see a still shot of this guy, it just kind of... You know, goosebumps. You know, <laughs> I've read that the first one is the better one, but I yeah, don't know. the second one's interesting. It's, um, you know, the setup's uh, really cool. I think I don't know. Uh, I never really watched that one all the way through as well, but I do need to revisit them. They're not horrible movies. They actually make that um, how they. I think they, how they usually end is they play that. Uh, well, actually, throughout the movie, Jeepers Creepers, that song from like the fifties or something. You know, Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Where'd you get those peepers? You know? <laughs> really? That- Here comes the boogeyman. Yeah, they play that with the with that record. You know, the the scratching of the record. You know how like we put a record. Oh on. yeah, I, it's probably not scratching. I'm thinking of, but anyway, it's very creepy. Even though with the popping and the, the yes, noises. Of the, yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's stre- extremely creepy because when he <laughs> takes his victims somewhere to get them ready, he eats them. You know, uh, he plays that song. I think so. Yeah. It's uh, it's really yeah, it's, oh boy. Uh, yeah, it's really terrifying. But yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm excited. This has been kind of uh, rumored for years now, and I'm sure a lot of fans 
been wanting it. So I thought I heard somewhere, like maybe it was Collider News or something like that, that maybe the original director was coming back to it. I'm not I sure. Don't know this article. I don't think showed that. If that's from what the case, I read. if that's the case, then maybe that maybe that is cause for yeah. Because I some I, sort of I don't know enough about it to even know if the if the you know if there was the same director for both movies. But since you said original, perhaps not. I mean that that's common. I think with especially horror movie sequels. I think you know the first guys usually like I'm out. I, I did what I was supposed to do. I'm I'm gone. And then you know they'll refresh the whole franchise later on, and that director will come back. Yeah, kind of like after, what after it's been diluted done. and, and yeah. milked for the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With bad storylines. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, I don't know if we'll see appearances from Justin Long or not, uh, his character. But uh, yeah, more to come on that. Um, got some RoboCop news. Uh, Sony's taking pitches now for the 2014 RoboCop sequel. Although it isn't Sony's highest priority right now, they got you know Spider Man and other things <laughs> on the agenda. Um, they're just not ready to give up RoboCop at this time. Um, they, I think they bought that property from MGM, possibly. I remember that took years just to make this remake. Um, and the 2014 RoboCop wasn't a box office hit, but it made some more money overseas, kind of like the Terminator, I think. Except I think Terminator Genesis has made a lot more than that. Um, Comicbook.com is reporting that as well. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I actually enjoyed the 2014 RoboCop remake i was against it you know when they were in uh pre-production and all of that you know casting i was i was nervous about it but i think they did a pretty good job i mean there's there's slight problems it's a it's its own movie but yet they use the they use some of the original soundtrack which it doesn't doesn't seem to fit it too well you know oh, really well it, it you'll have to see it for yourself but um it, it begins the same like the other ones do that well especially with the first one it has that intro music I don't know, Brad Fidel. Is it Brad Fidel that did a lot of those themes in the eighties, like Terminator and I think that's I think that's what his name is, but it had this big orchestral kind of uh Yeah big yeah. epic kind of music. I mean, yeah, it, it kinda works. You just it, I think it's just uh what you expect. I mean, it was a remake for me, so I was like, Well, you know, I, I thought they could have done a little bit better with the soundtrack itself. But the special effects looked incredible. He could run, which was awesome, because, oh. you know, the other one just walked like Jason, and <laughs> he's going to get you eventually. Well, I always loved the first one. The first one oh, was Oh, I do, too. Uh, yeah, so, no, I do, too. I just didn't really see the point of making a remake of other than just for, you know, for more money, but... Yeah, I just... I honestly wanted, like, a continuation of anything. That's my favorite thing, you know, especially with the Ghostbusters and things. I, I prefer a continuation rather than a reboot, especially if the originals are so you know, popular. Yeah, I mean, I understand some remakes. Kind of like they did with Mad Max. That was just a continuation of his story. Right. It was like story. a refresh, refreshing movie, basically. Like, here, yeah. here's everything. They, but it didn't feel the need, yeah. like Mad Max didn't feel the need to go back and and say, oh, here's his origin again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here's his, here's his uh, wife and kids getting run over. Well, she discussed it and you know? got to see it, but it was in more of an artistic way. Like, you didn't have in to. flashbacks, yeah. Right. It was just, and it was it really fast. like a scroll, yeah. like, here's his whole history, you know. Yeah. And there's Easter eggs all over that movie too if you you know if you look into it especially the tattoos on his back they got the road warrior tattoo and other things yeah. so yeah i'm more for a continuation but robo from what i understand you know they, they did robocop robocop 2 originally and 2 was 2 was pretty good it, was, it wasn't as good as the first one uh 3 was really bad <laughs> and uh then they had the robocop series and then they did oh, these, i forgot about that then they did, they did these hardcore like prime prime directive movies they're like rated R. They were like back to the first type of, but it was 
obviously it wasn't Peter Weller. It was some other guy. And they were they weren't bad. Uh, they were kind of low budget, you know, from what what they had to work with. Yeah. So maybe if that none of those ever took place, they could have continued. But all, Peter Weller probably wouldn't have came back. So I wasn't crazy about the uh, the suit when I saw that the new suit with the the black yes you know, with the weird visor. I don't know. I just thought the original suit was so cool. I just uh, I, don't, I don't know. Did the movie have the same kind of satire and weird commercials and stuff like that? And no, I don't know. think so. It, it was its own animal. It was basically like how the original was made for its time, political you know, political wise, politics wise, whatever. The new one was done the same way. You know, you had. Samuel Jackson was kind of like a O'Reilly type of personality, and he was. Uh, they just incorporated the the media, and it was really well done. Uh, the first uh, shot of the suit, and I know it's spoilers, but it, you know it's twenty fourteen. The first shot of the suit, like the he was, he looked like the old school RoboCop. Uh, obviously, the the armor was different, but it really looked pretty cool. And then they did like. Kind of like what they do now with you know companies. This was kind of neat how they did it. Like OCP, you know, Michael Keaton's the boss of OCP, the president, whatever. So he really oh. has a good personality, and and Gary Oldman constructs the suit and makes it work. So basically, they did a lot of um, uh, marketing tests, and people thought he would look better in black. So that's what they did. But huh. I hate to give this away, but in the end, he he goes back to the original look. So. We'll probably get that again for the upcoming... If they do another one, uh, I think it looks great. It's definitely worth checking out. You should definitely... I'll probably let you borrow if you want. Um, but I, I really dug it. So, yeah, cool. I, I'm pleased to uh, hear about the sequel, and hopefully it moves forward. But, you know, never know. <laughs> yeah, know, well, if it wasn't a huge box office hit, then, yeah, you never know. But yeah. it wasn't a terrible movie. It was it was a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't like okay. Fantastic Four. <laughs> but oh, we also have some uh, miscellaneous news. Um Looks like Christopher Nolan is rumored for Akira. Um, that's the um, classic, uh, cult classic anime film that was made in the or released in the nineteen eighties, late eighties, uh, eighty eight to be precise. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, production company is involved, and uh, with that, he may star in it himself. Uh, it's reported that Warner Brothers may be planning a trilogy for Akira. Nolan may direct or produce. Uh, I guess he met with um, uh, one of the filmmakers that was attached to it previously to just discuss the film. And uh, Marvel, or I'm sorry, Marvel. Nolan has a movie coming out less than two years uh, from now. So if he was going to do Akira, they're going to have to wait two years probably. Uh, from what I hear or read, that they want to rush this along as fast as they can. So maybe he just end up producing it at this point. Um, yeah, a few years back, they attempted to make this movie. Um, the word of a trilogy wasn't really talked about. It's a big story, so maybe that's why they're thinking of a trilogy now, which is, I think it's a good call. So Gary Oldman was attached previously to that project, and it just uh, fell through. And uh, the premise of Akira, I've seen it. Uh, it's been a while. It's a big movie. It's uh, a lot of... It's complex, but it's it's really good. I think it deserves like more than one viewing to fully understand what it's all about. Uh, it takes place in 2019. It's after World War III, which was caused by an atomic bomb uh, being detonated in Tokyo in 88. And uh, basically, it's a 
kind of a, a story of a, a kid gains powers and becomes a huge problem, like Chronicle. You know, this okay. kid, it, it's, I'm kind of jumping around, but I don't want to really give much away. And I'm also having some memory problems trying to remember the whole story. <laughs> I mean, just related to the story, not in general. <laughs> Memory's good, folks. Uh <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a really good movie. Uh, it's uh, yeah after the after a war and there's violence in the city. There's biker gangs. There's this um, scrawny kid. He basically gets um, I don't know. I think he gets caught by the government, and then they perform experiments, and that's how he gains powers. And he's just out of control. And then his uh, friend, who's the leader of the biker gang he was in, uh, has to save the day. And I don't really remember if that happened or not. It might be a bad ending, <laughs> but it was a really good movie. I, I recommend seeing it, especially if they're going to make this adaptation. Um, the original was, um, you know, obviously had Asian characters in it, and I think that's a. I really wish they would stay on that, but you know, they probably will Americanize the hell out of it, given you know history of other movies like Speed Racer, for instance. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as it sticks with its roots, I guess you could adapt it to an American uh, climate, uh, especially if Leo is going to star in it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll see what happens. I mean, if no one's attached, it kind of gets my hopes up a little bit. I don't think he... I can't see him doing a trilogy, though. Maybe he'll just end up directing and producing. Well, it sounds, like, I mean, if, producing. Well, it sounds like if they want this to come out really a lot sooner than in like whatever, two to four years, then... Sounds like he may just end up producing it and not, and somebody else is going to direct the movie. So I imagine it might be a back-to-back shoot, which makes total sense. Um, I mean, I'm hoping that they're just going to split the, the main story up into three parts versus a Hobbit where they're just going to make three movies out of one, <laughs> one, <laughs> one story, you know? Let's just milk this thing. Yeah. Until and everybody's bored. Akira's not really a property you can milk, I don't think, because... That's the thing with The Hobbit. If Lord of the Rings never happened, there's no way they would have done that with The Hobbit. They would have just done one movie. I, that's how I, I think, see it. I think they should have just done one, maybe two movies at most with yeah. The Hobbit. I, that. Uh, yeah. The first one, they're just like walking around smoking and... <laughs> Probably know. offending all the Rings nerds out there, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'm a fan. Hey, I went to every uh, Lord of the Rings when it came out in the day. I didn't go to The Hobbits. Uh, just, I think, the time gap and... I wasn't really a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I did love the movie. So, yeah, I need. I, to- I always thought Return of the King was the best out of all of the original yeah, three. It was good, but it was by far the best one. I wasn't crazy about the first one; it was okay. The second one was better. I thought the third one was by far the best. This one, yeah, of the series. Yeah, and yeah. I I liked yeah I liked all, all the first three, but yeah, I, I watched The Hobbit. <laughs> I had friends at the time. We just kind of accidentally mocked the hell out of it we didn't mean to but we were just kind of joking around with it having fun because yeah. that's all they were doing was like singing smoking some people probably like that i mean i do but i also like story and it just felt like they're just trying to buffer until they get to the other two movies you know it's like <laughs> we got this plan so let's just kind of take our time walking around here so, for money hey remember this guy <laughs> yeah so yeah but anyway, uh, I, I I'll be happy to see Peter Jackson move on to other stuff, though. Yeah. I I think let's move on, you know, from from all, <laughs> all this Lord of the Rings stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. I you know I loved I loved when he did King Kong, and so I yeah, yeah that was I, good. That was I love good. him to do some original stuff. I mean, not that what he didn't what he did wasn't original, but I mean from like original properties. Well, he was a horror director before, right? Yeah, he. Um, I'm trying to think of the movies he did, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
Um, I'd have to go IMDb. Like, no. Grotesque, disturbing, uh, kind of like Somewhat, uh, yeah. Sam Raimi, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like in that same ballpark. So I wonder if he would return to his roots in a way, you know, make like a sophisticated, scary movie, you know, not just like a well, I'm sure he's in blood, you know, <laughs> running <laughs> well, around. <laughs> well, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he'd want to, uh, you know, he, he probably wants to keep with the epic scale because it, for him it would almost be going backwards. Yeah, true. But uh, true. and he's not like M Night Shyamalan who needs to Shyamalan, go backwards yeah. and return to his roots in order to stop sucking because oh, he never guy. really did like suck. But. He just can't get back, man. But I'm, well, I heard like yeah. uh, there's there's been better reviews for his latest movie, Shyamalan. Well, that's the visit, uh, isn't that yeah, what it's called? That's yeah. good. I mean, gosh, uh, one time he was going to be the next Spielberg. I know. Yeah, I mean, he, he his first two movies he just shot out of the gate. First two or three, and he shot out of the gate, and then he just he just completely went to hell. So. Well, then people gave him patience when the movie wasn't great, like Lady in the Water, which I liked, but a lot of people didn't. But he used to have that, like he could kind of attempt things. But now it's like you almost have to go back to I don't know. Signs, yeah, yeah, or this talk about an Unbreakable two coming. He's going to be making that. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Yeah. Now that Bruce Willis is <laughs> well, that yeah, is see, there, even more insane and yeah. and uh, and older. Yeah. yeah, just just listen to Hollywood Babylon for reference on that one, <laughs> or yeah. just read just read the papers. <laughs> Bruce Willis not easy to work with. No, not at all. Apparently, I guess he won't be on this cast. But, oh no. Uh, <laughs> uh, but to uh, I guess. Um, uh, finish uh, speaking about the Akira thing. Uh, I have high hopes if Nolan's involved. If they make it a trilogy, that's even better for me. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I don't know. If, does that does that story sound in any interest to you? Not to, really. No, but I don't know. But you know, it, you never know. So I, I, know, I know so little about it right now that, that I, I probably don't have much of a you know much of a reason to comment either way. So. I don't completely buy it right now, but I'm not selling it either. So. Yeah, it's pretty early, but yeah, basically the the i the iconic elements were the '80s for the story. I think in a way they had you know the motorcycles, the 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 clothes they wore. So maybe they'll approach it like a Watchmen kind of. You know how Watchmen did like an alternate universe because yeah. you know Nixon was president in the '80s. So I think they should stick to that timeline as well, not make it current. But who knows? It's they might just butcher the hell out of it, you know. Maybe it'll be good. But anyway, uh, CosmicBookNews.com uh, reported that. Um, also, we got more miscellaneous news. Looks like Charlie's Angels is getting another reboot. Uh, it's going to be directed by Elizabeth Banks, uh, the actress and now first-time director of uh, Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, she That was a big hit. So, yeah, I think she's... Uh, Gonna obviously be getting more jobs now just for directing, and you know she'll probably make a cameo in as a act, you know, as an actress or whatever. Oh, you got down here. She's gonna produce it too, huh? Yeah. Charlie, oh wow. Okay. Well, you know, I I guess well, you know, we had the we had the first Charlie's Angels in two thousand, the first movie. Mm. You know, obviously it was based off the seventies uh, hit show. It had a, basically the premise was three lovely ladies kicking ass for their <laughs> employer Charlie. Which you never got to see. He was always on a, a mic or a speaker. You know, they just sp- talked into the speaker, and so, yeah, they um, that was the premise. And in 2000, they did that premise, but they did it more of a hokey type of fashion. And uh, Bill Murray was um, their uh, whatever you call it uh, confidant or whatever. He kind of was Charlie's assistant and assistant to the ladies. And then Bernie Mac took his place um, in. 
Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. I'm trying. Which, I'm trying to forget that those movies came out. In the you know, the first one's not bad. Early 2000s. I, I think the first one's pretty good still. Uh, Full Throttle's a mess. It's really hard to watch. It's it's just a mess, and that just probably killed the franchise there. And you know, because it took years later to do this TV show. It, I think it only lasted eight episodes, and that was a year ago. So, yeah, it's probably ready for a reboot, but. You know, I don't know. I I think she Elizabeth Banks will do a good job on the reboot. I think she. Are they going to sing? <laughs> are they going to go up against any German groups? There. No, I <laughs> seriously doubt it. Yeah, it'll probably be more grounded. I hope. Um, no, I don't know. Those Pitch Perfect movies are pretty popular with that format. So. Oh yeah, that's what you were referring to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, she produced that first uh, Pitch Perfect. So yeah, then she picked up the the directing job for two. Uh, I guess Pitch Perfect 3 is going to be coming out uh, 2017, so I imagine if she's going to be directing Pitch Perfect 3, they'd probably begin production of this Charlie's Angels movie in 2016, but that's pretty, uh, that's not a lot of wow. room there, so I yes. don't know if she'll be directing... I don't know if she's going to have time to do both. Wow, she probably won't be doing 3, that's uh, my guess, but yeah, so she'll be... Um, She'll be doing that, which uh, I think is pretty cool. It'll be interesting to see if they keep the same tone of like the Mick G directed one. No, uh, yeah, I seriously doubt. I early two thousand. I think they're gonna just cut all ties to those. I mean, they had they had their perks, but I think they were successful. I believe. Yeah, well, the second one I think made some good money, but it. I think a lot of people didn't like it compared to the first one. You mm-hmm. know, I think they got too into like making a joke of themselves, and obviously. They put themselves in situations where they were just impossible to get out of, you know, or get, not get killed in. I mean, there's a sequence in the first uh, part of uh, Full Throttle where they take a helicopter off a bridge and they're just basically jumping, free falling to the helicopter. It's ridiculous. You'll have to watch it, but it's so over the top. Yeah. So I guess if you yeah. just, yeah. And the first one had those elements, but the second one really jacked them up. So. <laughs> They did. They made it kind of weird, and and they shouldn't have. So, yeah, I think this one will be more grounded, but I'm just guessing. But I imagine they're not going to want to totally be like the, the 2000, especially the full throttle take on it. Uh, ComingSoon.net reported that, by the way. So, yeah, I don't know. Are you ready for some more Charlie's Angels? Nope. <laughs> no way shape or form it's not my it's yeah i'm not in the demo but i'm sure you i'm sure some the, people would love did that you crap ever, did you see the first one i i i saw it years and years ago but that's been but i've tried to block it from my memory but i wasn't crazy about i wasn't crazy about it at all but uh yeah just watch the second one for laughs because it's ridiculous <laughs> it's totally ridiculous the action sequence you're just like no way no way. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's mostly the kind of movies mostly for women. You know, I don't know. It's yeah, but it kind of just I don't know. It's not really. They're not really good examples for. I mean, how their characters act in that movie. You know, what I mean, they're just I don't know. They're kind of characters you don't you don't like all the time. Just uh, you know, I'm talking about the second one. The first one I really liked, but the second one is just kind of like just kind of weird things they added to each character's um, you know motives and what whatever you know they're. What they could do. I mean, they're practically superheroes in the second one. It's nuts. It's crazy. Um, Demi Moore was probably the highlight for that movie. Oh, I forgot she was in that, wasn't she? Because at the time, they're like, oh, can you believe it? She's 40 years old, and she looks like she's 20, you know? Yeah. So, (laughs) Uh, but yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with all that. Um, This week, uh, I saw uh, Black Mass. 
Um, it's based on the true story of James Whitey uh, Bulger, who was the most violent criminal in South Boston's history. And he had been uh, an FBI informant um, in efforts to take down a mafia family who was invading his turf. Uh, John Connolly was an FBI agent who grew up with Whitey and talked Whitey into becoming an informant to benefit both of their careers. It ultimately backfired when it was discovered that Connolly, along with Whitey and Whitey's brother, a state senator, uh, William Billy Bulger, were trading secrets to help their careers, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you, you really get to see um, uh, how Connolly, um, this FBI agent, played by uh, Joel... Uh, Edgerton Edgerton yeah, yeah. Uh, descends into darkness all due to his loyalties to Whitey because Whitey protected him as a kid um, Edgerton's performance was great and convincing I, I thought um, I felt for him and hated his character throughout the whole movie you kind of just uh, in the beginning you're like oh I see he's trying to do a good thing but you just to me I ended up hating the guy which is probably what happened in real life uh, the movie also stars of course Johnny Depp which is this is his comeback role uh, he definitely deserves an Oscar nomination, in my opinion. Perhaps a win. He's just terrifying, and he looks the part. Comeback? Did he ever really go away? Well, he just had some box office flops oh, recently. That's, so. I guess that's true. Lone Ranger. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like performance wise, he always delivers. He was in Tusk. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's yeah. That's uh, yeah. It's a. He's actually going to reprise that character for uh, Yoga Hosers and some other movies, I think. Uh, he does that for fun, obviously, and he's working on the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, yeah, that won't be a flop. No, sure. no. And I heard that one's going to be more like the first one, so I'm really excited about that. But yeah, just box office wise, it's his comeback. You know how they say it in Hollywood. Like he always delivers, though. You know, he never phones it in, in my opinion. Well, especially whenever he plays a gangster or gangster related character. Yeah, well, he, it, he always seems to be great in those movies. Right, and I guess uh, going back uh, a few years. When The Departed came out, uh, I guess Nicholson, Jack Nicholson, based his character in that movie off of uh, Whitey Bulger. And well, the story itself was partially based on okay, uh, yeah. the whole Whitey Bulger John Connolly relationship. Yeah, true. Because Nicholson's character in the movie was also an informant, as it turns out. Right, and then yeah, his buddy it, didn't it know took until place in South. End. Yeah, it took place, and he was a mob boss in in South Boston as well in that movie. So, which is funny because yeah. Whitey was still, I think on the run at that time. Oh, really? Yeah, well, uh, you know, he basically disappears at the end of the movie when things get hot. I think that was 95 he disappeared, and he was discovered in 2012. Was he the guy that dressed up as a woman? I don't think so. I think, no, I think he had a, I think he just had a beard, and he was just an older man. I remember at the time when they reported it, I was, I mean... Must have been somebody else. Well, yeah, it had to be, but... Uh, I mean, they did. They, they didn't show it in the movie, so yeah, I don't know. Well, he, yeah, he like well, that's a, not always reliable. But true, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll have to look into that. But uh, just uh, from memory, you know, when he was bust- was he shoplifting or something like that? Was he the guy that was shoplifting? No. I might have him. I might have him mistaken. For no, he, else. I don't know. There was just some kind of tip. They found him, and yeah, the FBI got him, and it was him. And I remember at the time, I didn't know of his whole history, but. Just, you know, I'm going to sound like an idiot, but at the time it was like, oh, he shouldn't go to jail. He's an old man now. But holy crap, he deserves to go to jail <laughs> after seeing this movie especially. He's just a horrible, horrible person. And, yeah. So so, so I'm assuming, uh, well, without getting into spoilers, that the FBI agent uh, and the senator got into a lot of trouble. 
Oh yes, yeah, yes. Oh so yeah, that that couldn't have been a good thing. Yeah, to, uh, be teaming I've, up with him. Obviously, common sense. You know, if everybody thinks of that, but I should. Uh, you should definitely go check out the movie. It's it's really good. Um, you know, didn't Joel Edgerton way back in the day? Didn't he play Uncle Owen in the, in yes, the prequels? Yes, in Star Wars prequels. He's come a long way. He's he's pretty much in every. He's he's like writing and directing movies now. He, oh really? I didn't know that. But yeah, well that that movie, The Gift. Uh, he directed that movie uh, with Jason Bateman and I can't remember who else was in it. But oh, there's really? this thriller called The Gift. Yeah, people were telling me I need to go see it, but I haven't yet. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's he's really good actor. He's really grown and. He's he's like in everything, and I think he's British, right? I believe so. Yeah, he masters him and or uh, Australian. I can't remember. It might be yeah, one or the other. Well, he and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays his brother um, in the movie, and which is William Billy Bulger, the state senator. Mm, okay, so both of them pull off a great Boston accent, in my opinion. I mean, I'm a Midwestern, so it sounds good to me, but. They really did a good job, I think, with the the dialogue, and it's just it was great. And Kevin Bacon was in it, obviously, and he he had a, he had the accent down. Um, Adam Scott starred in it. He's kind of he's from Parks and Rec. He's a really funny guy. It's kind of interesting to see him in a serious role. Uh, Dakota Johnson was also in it. Her you know Fifty Shades of Grey fame. Oh yeah, she's right. a really good actress. She has some good scenes in there. You know, a lot of emotion in them. So yeah, she's Who, what character does she play? She plays well. I don't know if it's Whitey's wife, but they have a child together. They never really address the situation, but he just kind of like comes to her house and they're romantic with each other. But D- doesn't they, involve ropes and no, no, and no. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, no. no maybe uh, deleted scenes. <laughs> but I, they never really establish if they're married or not. I don't think they are. So yeah, she really did a good uh, good performance there, and there's many, many other uh, familiar faces you'll see. Uh, and to me, I think it's four out of five stars. Um, I just thought it was a really good movie. A lot of great performances. So. Sounds like you had what kept it from being five for you. Well, I don't know. It's um, everything seemed to, to flow pretty pretty good. I guess maybe there's some maybe tad bit of slowness in some parts. Or um, not as much explanation as I would want. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's still good. It's it's got a real good Goodfellas vibe to it. Oh, so cool. maybe oh. Goodfellas was kind of based off this in a way. I don't know. But well, well, no, Goodfellas was about a real was, was it? about real monsters. Well, yeah, as well, I guess there's so. other mobsters throughout the country. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, I definitely recommend checking it out, and I think we'll be seeing. Uh, uh, at least Depp, uh, and hopefully some of his other cast members' uh, awards season, which will be coming up here soon. So that's all for this week uh, with the news and everything. Uh, I'd like to once again remind you all to check us out on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And uh, as reported a few days uh, back on our Facebook page, we have a few cool Halloween projects in the works for you, which will be coming out within the month of October Uh, We're excited to get that out to you, and as always, we hope you will enjoy it. Um, Our hopes is to uh, get everyone into the Halloween spirit. So, yeah, I look forward to to doing that. And, uh, yeah, um, we're going to need Mitch for some of those projects. So hopefully he comes back in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) You should. And have an available schedule. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, it'll be be coming, folks. So uh, just thanks for everybody, uh, uh, you know, following us and listening to us. Uh, It's greatly appreciated and helpful uh oh yeah please also check us out on our website which is uh www.fieldofgeeks.com and please also give us any feedback you may have for us uh, good or bad 
Um, yes, I said good or bad. Our goal is to inform and entertain. So, you know, the more feedback, the better we, you know, can improve things or, or do more of something, you know. Yeah, so far we haven't gotten a ton of feedback. No, except which for maybe, is fine. Except for maybe a few friends here and there. Right. Uh, maybe some, yeah. Of course. Once, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. They're no, always but, the most critical. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, we just want to make sure we're, you know, doing a good job for you guys. And I feel like we are, but, you know, it it's nice to get it to someone else's perspective, especially a, a listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last thing I want, I want to say is... Um, uh, for any locals around here listening to us, which would most likely be within the Des Moines area, uh, I'd like to invite everyone to come out to uh, Pizza Ranch in Waukee on Wednesday, September 23rd, uh, between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. It's a fundraising event for the John Stoddard Cancer Center team uh, for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night Walk. A uh, percentage of net sales from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. will be donated plus tips. And this works for anyone dining in, carrying out, and having food delivered to them. Uh, the address is Pizza Ranch of Waukee, 448 Southeast University Avenue. Phone number is 515-878-6603. Um, thanks uh, to all of you for listening. And we also want to say thanks to the, the band Lanero for providing us with the great music for our shows uh, please check them out at, uh, I think it's www.lonero.net. And I don't know if you have anything else to add, Al, or are you good? No, I think I'm pretty good. I think, uh, you know, I was thinking about, uh, in in somewhat non-movie related news, uh, I, 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 you probably saw on Twitter and Facebook, I'd posted like some of those Funko Pop figurines. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Figurines, I... Uh, those are cool. I, I like those. Yeah, I, for whatever reason, I started getting some of those Star Wars ones. I'm trying to stick to Star Wars just because there's so many others out yeah, there. Yeah, you can just get addicted to all yeah, of them. Yeah, you just go down the rabbit hole, and it's like, next thing you know, you got uh, you spent like hundreds of dollars on, yeah. and, you're, and, you're, and you have no place to uh, store anything. You're getting storage units for them. And- yeah, so I, I know there's people out there that do that, and I, it's like, if you got into Marvel and DC and all this other stuff, you'd be, yeah, it'd just be... They're really, they're really cool. They I, are, I, yeah. I see, some I, of them I definitely want. I think it would be pretty cool. But once again, I already have a lot of stuff, so I would probably be <laughs> just adding to it. Yeah. But it looks it, cool. It really looks cool. They are, yeah. The Star Wars ones are really cool. So I, I thought, they're, apparently they have these, um, you know, like Loot Crate has those subscription boxes. Yeah. I, I think Marvel has one that I, oh, cool. I, I saw that they've done like three boxes, one for the Avengers and where the figurine was like the six-inch Hulkbuster and... Oh man! They've had like Lady Thor, and I believe uh, I think Ant Man. They had like an unmasked Ant Man, and then a really super tiny, like really really tiny, like like one inch or something Ant Man <laughs> really? with his mask on. Yeah, it was That's crazy. Cool. It's like so he had the big guy, and then the really tiny one. Yeah, they get really creative with those. So it's I th- pretty neat. I thought I might. They've got this one that's called Smuggler's Bounty for Star Wars, and they're gonna be, and all those figurines are exclusive to that box. Oh, sweet. So, and so they'll probably be worth a bunch of money or something someday if you if you don't ruin them. But uh, and they're light too, right? They're just plastic. Oh yeah, they're yeah. just this made of this vinyl and and plastic, I guess, and and they're painted usually. So and the heads bobble, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because of licensing issues, they have to bobble them. So I, I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm probably going to subscribe to that uh, uh, Star Wars subscription box. That smugglersbounty.com dot com is where it's at. Sweet. And I don't know. Maybe we can if we ever put any videos out on YouTube other than our podcast. We might maybe do an unboxing or two. Heck that's, yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because I, apparently I, I've seen on YouTube a lot of those unboxing things. Are oh really yeah, big. definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. And you got you got all those at Mayhem, right? 
um, no, comics or uh well i mean yeah i've got some of them from there yeah i bought uh yeah i bought like uh i remember getting uh uh this bounty hunter leia figurine from there and also the boba fett one and um i got all of the um well different stores around town have these ones that funka made exclusively for them so oh, I, was, I see. Target yeah. exclusives or whatever. Yeah, oh, Walgreens gotcha, ones, gotcha. and they've got uh, Hot Topic exclusive. I've I've been able to get like four of the exclusives for the Star nice. Wars movie. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, so they really make you hunt around for them. I guess that's part of the fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, shout out to all those stores. Uh, <laughs> Mayhem. We love we love all the merchandise. Wink, wink. Yeah, um, I'm sure, sure. There's other people that are out that are into that stuff. I'm, you know, we'd love to hear from him because they're yeah. Because oh, I, yeah. I those figures are really. Cool. I wish I could have them all in a perfect world. I'd I'd, I'd have them all, but nice case and everything. Oh god, yeah. it's too much money and it's just they take up too much space. So are they like what? How much are they a pop? Like fifteen? Uh, usually around ten dollars. Oh, okay, uh, it, it ranges. Seems to range anywhere from like eight ninety five to like twelve or something like that. I mean, obviously, the more rare ones, like you'd have to get them online, and they and the, and the scalpers like really jack up their prices on those. Oh, I bet. Jeez. So they they got these Comic Con exclusive ones and stuff like other exclusives that like they start going for big bucks. Like there's a Breaking Bad Heisenberg that's like crystal meth blue and it sparkles. <laughs> yeah, and apparently that's really rare, so that's starting to go for big bucks. So it's like I kind of wish I had that one. Actually. My cousin, I'm not even that. a Breaking Band Breaking Bad fan, but right, but it's just such a cool figure, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I might have to. I have a few myself, but yeah, I know it's tempting. It's oh, tempting. I saw you had that Chewbacca out there, the OG. Yeah, um, yeah, because they've kind of updated the sculpt on the new ones. So. Have they? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you have others apparently. Oh, well, maybe I don't. I guess I, I have. Oh, I have that Captain America, but I don't think oh. that's a bobblehead. It's. It, I mean, it's different. I don't think it's. Well, actually, you know what? I think we looked at it one day, and it was the same brand, but it's it's still big, bigger, and I don't know if you can move. Can you move the body parts on the ones you got? No, this one, just Captain America, you can. It's from the Avengers, but it was like five dollars clearance on Target at Target one time, and I couldn't resist. So, it's a nice piece for the uh, you know entertainment room. So, yeah. Well, I thought about taking a couple of them to work, but I don't know. People probably like start playing with them or something, break off the the head or something. Only if you're prepared to like put them away at night, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's probably not that big a deal, but. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know for whatever reason I started kind of getting into those. That's okay. You know, trying, no, that's... To, trying to limit it to Star Wars, like trying to just yeah. avoid the t- the lust and the temptation of the, <laughs> looking at other characters that I see right. on the wall. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, cool. those those are fun. Yeah, so I yeah I encourage uh, anybody else that's, uh, that's into that to let us know because those are those, those have been a lot of fun collecting Sweet. those. Awesome. So. Yeah. Anything? Anything else? Are we good? I think that's about it for me. It's been yeah, it, uh, yeah. It's been a pretty light, uh, light last couple of weeks for me. I kind of right. It was kind of nice taking some time off and yeah, recharging. Yeah. It was. It was. I feel recharged myself. So yeah, um, we'll be back next week, of course. And uh, until then, uh, I'm Josh and I'm Al. Have a good one. All right. See you guys.